This is Ian Hates Music, and this is what happens when you introduce Austin Knight to your friends. That's what I'm Oh going. my God, play! <laughs> Terrific. Really bitchin'. Wow. It was so wow. Really? I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, you should play in public. Oh, thanks, you guys. That's uh, oh, I wanna I wanna play you another piece. Um uh, oh. I left my uh, helicopter sounds on another disc. I'll be right back, okay? Oh, this, is, this is so nice. I mean, I'm, I am so... Oh, God bless my dad for soundproofing the basement. Oh, I can't believe I ever let him touch me with those fingers. What are you guys talking about? I loved it. Oh, plus, it's just, it's so different from the stuff you usually hear. You mean music? Phoebe. Austin. Sucks. <laughs> The place has emptied because of him. Oh my God, he's not even appreciated in his own time. I would give anything to not be appreciated in my own time. Okay, um, Phoebe, you suck too. Yeah, Phoebe, you're awful. You guys. <laughs> yeah, you suck too. I hate everyone because I hate you and baby you hate me. And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. My name is Dave. Hello, Dave. It is another day, another show, apparently a new mixer. Yeah. What, what went wrong there? I still have no idea, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because we live in a world where a mixer can be sent to you within two days. So happy times. Yes. Because we are doing this show later than we normally would, because I had to wait for the mixer to come in, we should start the show. But before we do, just want to mention to everybody, let's do a little plugging here. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and all those other podcast listening apps. Dave, how can people get in touch with you? Um, best way is through Instagram. Look me up, Dave248 or The Incredible Dave. That's my art account. You can email me 
Oh. It's David at bars, B-A-R-S, racing.com. Try that one. But, uh, yeah, I can't tell you how many Instagrams I've been getting recently, too. So Very nice. And then, obviously, you can get in touch with the show through Twitter and Instagram at Ian Hates Podcast, Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. And I apologize if I sound different. Still getting used to this mixer. <laughs> and I <laughs> sound different to myself. So I don't know. We'll see. It sounds pretty clear over here. So signs are good. That is very good. And on top of that, we have more Ian Hates conversations on the way. Unfortunately, with all the things that have been happening, it's been a slower process. So, you know, hey, I don't have behind the scenes people doing all the editing. I don't have a company behind the show. This is all independent. It's all free. I can't really do anything else because I'm the in front of the scenes person and the behind the scenes person. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. Things are on their way very soon. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So on that note, Dave, let's start the show. Let's get to some scene news. Let's go. All right, Dave. So we start off scene news with The Parish, which was a music venue in Austin, Texas. It was on 6th Street which is very famous out there. They are auctioning it off on eBay. And right now, as of this recording, it's up to 250K. Ooh, you going to buy it? Well, here's the thing, Dave. So yeah. this is pretty awesome because you get the whole entire venue. So you get the green rooms, the working bathrooms, the two full bars, all that stuff. It's not like you're just getting the space. You're getting yeah. the actual venue. And it can hold a capacity of like 430, 425, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. It looks really nice. Yeah. Plus, it's got booking. I mean, it's right on that street where everyone goes to drink and have fun when they're in Austin. Yeah. So it's in Texas, so you know it's good. I would love to do it. And I have to tell you about one thing, though, something that actually made me throw up and question my entire life. Obviously, I do my research for the show so I went to the auction page and I had to check it out and they going into real detail about the square footage and everything. Then I went down and I saw, okay, well, obviously they're not giving you the whole building because it's attached to a couple restaurants as well. So when you buy it, okay. you're buying area plus the lease. So it's not really yours. You still have to lease it, right? Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's to be expected though. That really yeah. is. It's to be expected. But I looked at the lease terms and this is what made me sick. The rent, the rent for a 420-something person venue in downtown Austin, Texas is less than the rent I pay right now to live <laughs> in fucking Boston. So you're moving to Texas. <laughs> I'm questioning my entire life. That's what I'm doing. I was expecting you to say it was like an outrageous price. So you're moving to a... um. To a venue to live in now, right? I think you just went robot there for a second. But yes, that is the goal. <laughs> Let's get a whole bunch of people in here. <laughs> Let's make a whole bunch of partners. And let's go buy this place and make it a whole metalcore, screamo, post-hardcore venue in downtown Austin. How fucking great would that be? That'd be pretty cool. That's a good location. So I just can't believe I, I can't believe I pay that much. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's scary. 
All right, so before I get too sick, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do something we love doing on Ian Hates Music, and that's talking about award shows. So, Dave, we take us away with the first one. Oh, we're going to the Grammys right now. The what? Yeah. So I want to start by the best rock song. Would you like to hear the nominees? No. No, let's just do it no. quick. No, let's just do it quick. <laughs> so we've got Metallica, K-Flay, Nothing More, <laughs> Foo Fighters, and Avenged Sevenfold. Now, the reason why I don't want to make this a whole big thing is because this is going to be way too long. I was very surprised that Nothing More is on the list, but that would definitely be the person that I would vote for. What I had to check out, because I never heard of that person, I had to check out K-Flay. <laughs> and now this is a female who, when I listened to it, I want to tell you this, Dave, I didn't think rock. No, not at all. Right? Am, am I mistaken? Do I not know what rock is? We must not. Was my city not built on it? <laughs> would you say it's uh like a hip-hop uh it's hip-hop i think yeah i would call it like indie hip-hop yeah it, it's not rock um not even close and i'm honestly not even gonna say it's bad it's actually relatively unique because i don't listen to that style of music but yeah. it's not rock and i think this actually goes back to the question we got what was it a couple weeks ago about when are we going to get rid of subgenres and what do they matter this is when it matters. Yeah. Because this person definitely should not be in rock or we just don't know what rock is and that's fine. I just wish someone would teach us though I don't believe the Grammys know anything about music. No. They are very confused on the whole rock thing. Not I mean K-Flay is the most I would say the most out there of all of these. But I mean there's some others that are questionable how they classify rock, you right. know? Metallica's all over the place on this thing. Um, well, for sure. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's no... And Foo Fighters, of course. Um, Makes sense. Who is Kalo? So that's someone who did a live performance for the show Vinyl on HBO. I had to look that up, too. But technically, okay. I would call that rock. See, that's the thing. I guess the Grammys doesn't want to go too sub-genre-y. So they're not going to put... Yeah. It's the same as, like... I wouldn't put Leonard Cohen necessarily in rock, even though he can make rock music or did yeah. make rock music. It's a, it's a little different. I don't know. I, I will tell you this, though, and we're going to get to something along the same lines in a little bit. I was, and I've never said this about the Grammys, I was really <laughs> proud and happy that they did not, unless it's in pop, and I don't know, maybe you want to look that up, but they did right. not nominate Chester or Linkin Park for anything. And that no. makes sense. If they want to be nominated, even though I think the album's so garbage, if they want to nominate yeah. it for pop music, yeah. then that's fine. But it's not rock. So I like that. Fair enough. I was I was waiting to like scroll through here and find it under uh, Record of the Year or something. Really, really get you going. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll certainly <laughs> get to that. But yeah, I mean, they actually, you know, August Burns Red is nominated. Body Count, yep. Code Orange, Mastodon, like... I really enjoyed that Mastodon EP. Yeah, I was going to say Mastodon. That one, that one really surprised me. So look, this is actually probably the first time like this award show isn't terrible. Like I'm not expecting mm -hmm. them to nominate Silent Planet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not going to go that far, but they're not supposed to. The Grammys is supposed to take 
all the radio rock stuff. I mean, nothing more. I'm a little surprised. Even though you hear them on the radio, I am a little surprised that they got nominated. Foo Fighters makes sense. Metallica makes sense. All that kind of stuff. It's the other award shows that should be nominating the subgenre categories. And they're the ones that are trying to play it too safe. And that's what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get later in our news today and maybe get even a better award show than this one. I don't know, Dave. Do you think we should do it now? Uh, I, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we love so very much on Ian Hates Music is talking about all these random award shows that we don't think should exist. So obviously, what should a publication do that started doing a podcast after, well, way after I started doing a podcast and started doing a lot of things that wasn't really in their nature, maybe they should start their first ever award show. What do you think, Dave? Only makes sense. Right? I mean, because it's not like yeah. it's well-worn territory, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this, this list, I'm already looking at it. I'm cringing. I'm not sure if I can even speak through this one. I'll try and do uh. it. The publication we're speaking of is the one, the only, Rock Sound. Ah. Now, I will give them credit before we rip them apart a little bit. They didn't do an actual show for it. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. Right, yeah. They didn't do what All Press did. They didn't do what Revolver did. They didn't do what Live Loudwire yeah, did. What did. Yeah, Loudwire, yeah. So I'll give them credit for that. But then when you look at this list, I'm still <laughs> like, why do you do this? So yeah. we've got the Hall of Fame Award going to Fallout Boy. We've got Artists of the Year going to Pivris. The uh, real alternative goes to While She Sleeps, which I'm like, okay, they do deserve something. They had a fucking amazing yeah. album come out this year. But I don't know yeah. what the real alternative really means. You've yeah. got the Power of Music Award going to The Main. Best British hmm. Band going to Neck Deep. Best International Band. Now, keep in mind, I believe Rock Sound is from England, at least. London, England, somewhere around there. So when they now say Best International Band, that could be a band from anywhere that's yeah. not England. And they choose one okay rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get into the fun ones. The Rock Sound Icon Award goes to Chester Bennington. And mm -hmm. I know people get a little iffy when we talk about Chester. But didn't we talk about a long, long time ago, and this might have been when Jackson was still on the show, but... Aren't people not supposed to glorify suicide? You know, that's what I've been told. But according to these awards shows, um, I think I've, we've got it all wrong. That's the thing. Like, I understand giving a person credit for their past work. I understand yeah. celebrating their music. I completely understand that. But all these award shows making up awards to give to Chester, it's almost like they're saying, well, if your life fucking sucks and you commit suicide everyone's going to remember you for being great. So don't worry about it. And I know yeah. that might be a narrow-minded way of looking at it, but also the other way of looking at it too, besides saying, oh, well, that's really nice of them. That's not how business works. The other no. reason for doing this is purely so that they get some type of credit for making award for him so that they get the people commenting on Twitter, oh, that's great. I miss Chester so much. I'm so proud of this. You know, hashtag fuck depression, 
all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's a very selfish thing that they're actually yeah. doing because they want the props to come to them. Yeah. Say Chester didn't commit suicide. Sure. I would be inclined to believe that this rock sound icon would be the opposite of what he was following like up to his album and his album release. I mean, granted he was going through a lot. Yeah. Obviously. We all but do. we're all humans. He was yeah, he he was not a very good person to look up to at all, the way he treated other people. There were moments. I know I, there were I do want to say before we go on, there were a lot of good things that Chester did. There were yeah. a lot of weird months there where he was, you know, threatening to punch people in the face and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. We can look past that for sure. What I would say is if Chester was still alive, Lincoln Park would not be nominated for any of these awards whatsoever. No, not a damn thing. Because they made a terrible album. Well, they made another terrible album. <laughs> yeah. And people can pretend like, oh, because Chester is gone, they can look into it more and pretend like they feel something about it now. But really, the consensus was that it wasn't a good album. And it's still not a good album. No matter how many people say it was bad before, it does not make it bad. It was a bad album. It yeah. still is a bad album. So people saying it's good now, you're fooling yourself. That's fine. Yeah. It, it will always be a bad, a bad album. Right. No one's going to be looking back at that album going like, wow, I can't believe I missed this gem. Yeah. It's, not, no it's just not true. It's not true. So it just seems a little weird to be giving awards to someone who committed suicide because I thought that's what we weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah. But if it makes his family feel better, I mean, that's great, I guess. I don't think yeah. that they would need this. You know, I think they have no. enough love from all the fans and everything, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, but I actually have one more question. Oh, Ian. okay. Um, I didn't know if you knew who the best international breakthrough band was. There's even one more after that we have to talk about, too. <laughs> Do you know who it would be? You know what, Dave? I'm going to guess one of my new favorite bands. Okay. Water Parks. Dave, I think I freaked you out so much that your computer completely froze. <laughs> Is Dave back? Holy shit. <laughs> what happened? Did I freak you out so Water bad? Waterparks. Waterparks <laughs> happened. Look, man, they're my favorite band. They've always been my favorite band. Of course. Everyone has told me they're supposed to be my favorite band, so they are my favorite band. <laughs> so I'm actually... Very annoyed that they didn't win all the awards. Why isn't yeah. Austin Knight the rock sound icon? I don't know. Seriously, I, why? I'm furious. Yeah. No, I'm really upset. Uh -huh. I am really upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's once again, I, I don't know how much Austin sold his soul for. Like, I would imagine, I mean, his soul obviously gets taken. But then maybe the devil got to fuck him a couple of times. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. He did something more than sell his soul to get everything that has been going on. I think we need to start pronouncing his name, how it's really spelled. Ow, Austin. Ow, Austin. I'm a Austin. My, my name is Ow, <laughs> Austin. <laughs> yeah, of course. Look, there can't be an award show 
that is anywhere in our scene without giving something to water parks. Yeah. I mean, they have so many albums out. How many are they up to now? One. Oh, yeah, it's, wow. it's garbage. It's one of the worst albums of the year, too. One oh, wait a second. Whoa. Me. Holy shit. I'm surprised someone didn't kill me. <laughs> I was looking around for like a red dot. A red yeah. fucking sniper dot. <laughs> Never talk bad about water parks. No. Yes, man. He, he already has the Evanescence fan still on his <laughs> ass. So. Yes, AP. One? Yes, Rock Sound. And last but not least, we have Album of the Year. One of the most prestigious awards to be given out to someone to be album of the year, especially in 2017, that had yeah. so many good albums. Dave, what do you think should be album of the year? This album is so damn bad and irrelevant, I forgot <laughs> it came out. I swear. Like, I had to check. Like, I'm like, there's no way they released it. Then I remember that terrible, terrible. Uh, artwork on it and by the way dave we did not even talk about this album on the show there wasn't what? even a mention of it on the show. <laughs> and we mentioned gossip i mean <laughs> we did <laughs> we did all right dave please the big reveal drum roll please ian <laughs> all time low wow how is that possible uh. You got me. Literally, this right here is the reason why all award shows are bullshit. Yeah. I See, even if this was fan voted, there's no way in hell that album would win. I mean, I know All Time Low has a lot of fans. It's just really funny that they've transferred from being like Alt Press's Golden Boys to yeah. now their Rock Sounds. Like, it's really kind of funny that way. It's like Rock Sound wanted the sloppy seconds from Alt yeah. Press. I know. <laughs> it's fun for us to talk about, but really, this stuff doesn't mean shit. Like, it really doesn't. No. Like, no. maybe the artists care about it, but even then, I find that kind of hard to believe. Unless you're a smaller band, like, while she sleeps, it's probably nice yeah, to awesome. get an award. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, they actually deserve one. Everyone else on this list, I oh, we forgot Best British Breakthrough with Creeper. Yeah. I really do like yeah. Creeper. But right. I don't know really what the difference between Breakthrough Band and Best Band really is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm still confused over the international band. One OK Rock, man. Yeah. No the international <laughs> band. And, yeah. No one else from the States. No. None. <laughs> Zero. Oh, Rock Sound, we love you. Artist of the Year still has me pissed off, too. Piverist. Piverous, I, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I mean, they're talented. Yeah. They're definitely I, I, talented. I mean, yeah. but here's the deal. Like, I can even justify that a little bit more because at least with Piverous, they've been on international tours. They've been touring around. They have their new album come out. It does well. And they have universal appeal. Yeah. It's almost like saying best radio rock band. Yeah. Like that kind of much. thing. It's like they have universal appeal, so it makes sense for someone like that to win that. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, the most recent Piverous album just completely flaked on me, so I'm biased. I don't know why you're pronouncing it incorrect. It's Piverous, not Piverous. 
Pivorous. I like the piver. It sounds I just, well. You can't just make up the way words are spelled and <laughs> you know and pronounced. Like Austin. Oh, Austin. Austin. <laughs> well, that was the tough part about the bar that we're going to end up buying, the venue that we're going to end up buying. It's in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Ooh, Twitter rumors are next. My favorite. So you know the other vocalist in the band Issues, right? Oh, Michael. Yep, the one that's not Tyler Carter. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently he has unfollowed all of his maybe fellow bandmates on Twitter and doesn't mention anything about Issues anymore. And then everyone else has also unfollowed him. Yeah, um, that's a big sign. <laughs> Unfortunately, it really is actually. That's the weird yeah. thing is you could probably, unless they're trying to get some random press, I guess. But yeah, normally that is the thing that shows people, oh, no, this band isn't together anymore, but they're maybe going through some legal things that they can't announce yet. So it is possible yeah. that, le- I mean, look, that album is trash. That last one, Headspace. Yeah, that was a pretty big letdown for me. And he had to change a lot of his vocals for that. It was partially unclean, but then he was doing clean vocals too. So I can understand if maybe that's not the direction that he wants to go in. Yeah, and not, I'd say a couple months back, I know his Instagram name is Skyduck. <laughs> he posted something himself saying if this next album isn't a significant change, that he's done with it as well. So that's also not a good sign. And this was a while back. I wasn't on the show then. So ah, not good signs the good old days. for issues right now. <laughs> you know, I, I started to agree with you, and then now I'm kind of thinking about it. Maybe it's not, though. I mean, it's always been Tyler's band. Yeah. If he wants to do whatever he wants to do with it, that's where the fans are going to go. Yeah. So if he's going to try and make it more of like a poppy rock band, it's going to do well no matter what. And if that's where he feels comfortable then that's fine because I'm sure Michael will find another band to be in that we'll all enjoy. Yeah, it is definitely going to go down a poppy route. I will give you the warning right now. <laughs> They've been going down that route for a while now. Yeah, uh, that the very first like EP that came out was just so great. I, I didn't expect I love, it to look, ever get any better. Yeah, I love Love Sex Riot. Yeah, Love Sex Riot is a great fucking track. And I like that entire thing. I think there was one song that was really fucking weird on that. Oh, sure. But I love that EP. No, it's very true. I thought their first, what was it? Was it their self-titled? Was really uh, good, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, their self-titled was very good. Yeah, that was a great album. The, and then uh, Headspace came out, so. Yeah, then Headspace came yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Black Diamonds EP is the one we're oh, yeah. referring back to. Um, the Worst of Them. That was my favorite song. Nice. No, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, look, yep. we'll have updates as anything official comes out. Once again, it could be a publicity stunt. Who knows? But they are working on their new album. And if he's not doing it, then he's not really in the band, probably. So, And holy shit, man, this was better than sex news right here. There was a new from first to last song that was premiered at Emo Night Day, yep. whatever the festival was. Yeah. I would have definitely been there, you know. Oh, yeah. Had that I lived. lineup was insane. Anywhere close by, I would have been there for sure. Yep. But it was very cool to see, you know, everyone but Sonny basically out there doing their thing, singing along with emo tracks. And then they played an unreleased track 
I think it's called Sufferer. Okay. It's not that you barely hear it. You hear it, but it's not great quality because it's only, mm-hmm. you know, it's only recorded by someone with, you know, their fucking Instagram yeah. and shit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that they put something out. The question, though, is, are they an actual band? Are they just going to every once in a while put a song out? Are they going to put an EP out, a full album? Like, I highly doubt they're going to tour. I don't think that's uh, the yeah, point of the band. That. But I do wish there'd be like a merch bundle or something that I can yeah, get an EP. Yeah, an album, something. But I'll take what I can get. So I'm hoping they release the track on Spotify or whatever so I can make that my number one track. We'll see. Yep. I'm sure, I'm sure whatever they do... Um, will be great because I know the, their direction they're heading in with their the song that came out earlier this year was really, really good. So I don't expect anything terrible out of them. They're fucking great. Now a quick one. The band Darkness Divided is calling it quits after their spring tour in 2018. You ever get into them? Um, Not really. Did you? I mean, they're a talented Christian metalcore band. Yeah. I was never huge into them, but I always, I mean, I like that they're calling it quits on their own terms. Yeah. But they're Especially not a band that I really like. Today and age. Yeah. It's not something where I'm like, oh, I got to go back and listen to more Darkness Divided, but I always liked them. I always respected what they were doing. They weren't like one of those super preachy Christian metalcore bands, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So last story here is in the vein of what we've been talking about pretty much every week for a while now. Of course. And there's a new sexual misconduct or sexual assault, possibly, uh, accusation, not charge, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an accusation. Yeah. And this time, it's against Melanie Martinez. And it is fucked up. (laughs) It's very fucked up if it's true, because it's not... Unlike a lot of people, I'm not surprised that this time it's a woman because I never thought that it was only men that do this. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting that these stories are starting to come out more. Yeah. Um, This one is definitely going to be um, on the news. So, Well, actually, I saw it on Fox News. Yeah, Fox News. (laughs) So this is going to be kept up to date on. Yeah, I mean, it took took about a day or so for ap to get their stories out there i didn't know if they were actually going to do it or not but what i thought was interesting was ap waited until melanie made a statement back so they didn't go ahead and do the actual report they made it as here's melanie martinez saying that she did not do that and then also here's the person that accused her yeah this is gonna get ugly (laughs) i would think so i I mean, people can go ahead and read the person's, you know, whole... I think they put out, like, four different screenshots on Twitter of the story of what happened between the two of them. And basically, it's, I mean, allegedly, we're going to say it's rape is what she was saying happened to her. And in the small statement back from Melanie Martinez, she basically says, oh, yeah, that happened, but it was consensual is what paraphrasing her small, very small statement, by the way. Yeah. And that the, the statement's very small, like you said. That kind of I figured she would say more over it. Well I don't think she wants to give it the time. I think that's always the problem. When you start giving people the time, then yeah. people start to believe that maybe there is some truth to it. Yeah. So the question is and 
this is why people are afraid of blaming the victim and you know going down that kind of path. And I'm not saying that Martinez is correct in anything that she's saying. It's just yeah. interesting for you as a human being to look back to your past of any sexual history you have and yeah. think that any person who was a friend that you did anything with or someone in a relationship with you could come out years and years later and say that they weren't comfortable with something that you both engaged in in the past. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are worried of that exact situation um, of something they did in their past that could be questionable and maybe wasn't questionable as much then as it is now. Well, I don't know, because what does questionable mean? This whole entire tiptoeing on the lines of consensual, um, like this story we're reading right here, I feel like anyone can point a finger and, I mean, there's no, there's never going to be proof of this. You know what I mean? No, maybe not. I guess the whole question is, did the person who's making the accusations, did they say no while things yeah. were happening because they say they said no? Yeah. And then Martinez is saying that she never said no. So how do you prove that? Yeah, there's going to be no proof. So it's very interesting of what's going to happen with this kind of stuff. It might go nowhere. Yeah. But being on Fox News, I feel like it will go somewhere. Um, I don't think it will be st go stale. Well, people forget that Melanie Martinez was not only on the cover of AP this year, but she also was on a reality TV singing show. So it's more than uh -huh. people just in the scene that know. Not to mention, she does not sing music that should be in the scene. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, you know how EP is. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Once again, we'll have to see. But I've never really thought that it was like a only guy thing, even though I'm sure it's more guys than women do things like this. Yeah. But I hope whoever is at fault gets justice. We can only hope... But we'll never know the truth, I'm afraid. Probably not. Probably not. I was just really shocked that AP actually covered it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. That is it for Scene News. So you ready for some new songs? I've been ready. Oh, damn. New song time, and we start tonight with Senses Fail with Double Cross. The album, If There Is Light, It Will Find You, comes out February 16th on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from Too Close to Touch. This is Before I Cave In on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen.
Now we have Hazing with Concrete Girl. The new album comes out in 2018 on In Vogue Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Dream State with their new one, White Lies, on Unified Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, for all eternity with Fallout. The new album, The Will to Rebuild, comes out December 15th on Face Down Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, the new one from Escape the Fate. This is Do You Love Me? The album I Am Human comes out February 16th on 11.7 Music. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Hit the Lights with their new one, Siberian Itch. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from Mooseblood. This is Talk In Your Sleep. The album I Don't Think I Can Do This Anymore comes out March 9th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. Sleep. 
Now a new one from Unlocking the Truth. This is My Chains. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Quiet Kind with their new one, Limbo. The new album, Shadow Play, comes out February 2nd on We Are Triumphant. Let's take a listen. Next up, the new one from Kane Hill. This is Lord of Flies. The new album, Too Far Gone, comes out January 19th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have the new one from Sleeping Giant. This is No Love, and it features friend of the show Garrett Russell of Silent Planet. The band's final album, I Am, comes out January 16th on Face Down Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have the new band from ex-Crown the Empire vocalist Dave Escamilla. This is Bad Fortune with Save Me. Let's take a listen. Next, we have the new one from Boston Manor. This is Drowned in Gold. Let's take a listen. Next up, 
Now we have Land and Tour's side project. This is AI640 with Jane. The next release, part two, is available December 19th. Let's take a listen. So last up here, we have Last Light with Misty Eyes. This features another friend of the show, Mikey Sawyer of Misfortune. Let's take a listen. were a lot of new songs dave what'd you think so i gone through all these damn songs there's a lot of them (laughs) yeah um i kind of like the i don't know if you want to call it the resurgence of senses fail you mean going back to their old sound yeah yeah i've kind of been on a loop with them for a while and this song kind of brought me back in nice yeah i enjoyed it and this may come off as negative, but too close to touch still sound the exact same as they ever have. <laughs> See, for me, that's not negative because I love them. Yeah, I I don't dislike them, but I don't like them. I can't ever remember a song by them. That's my biggest issue. Like, it's hard for me to remember like, oh, I like this song because of this chorus. I just like, oh, too close to touch. Yeah, I like that band. But then I'm like, shit. Besides I Ellie or Eileen. Yeah, Eile. That's the only one I really remember because gotcha. of the story behind it. I can um, understand that. But I love like, them. I like it. <laughs> but I understand. I do understand. The I did not get a chance to listen to the new Kane Hill song, but is it as bad as I thought it would be? I like Kane Hill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I thought their new track was a lot different than this one. So okay. this one, I thought was way more along the line of their past release. Okay. But I like Kane Hill. Yeah. I don't like how they... I'm pretty sure they took a song title of a like Monster Flame song right there. <laughs> but it works for me. I uh, think they're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> what other highlights for you? So I obviously enjoy any time I hear friend of the show Garrett Russell doing, oh, a, you know, doing a feature. So I really yeah. like that track with Sleeping Giant. I actually... I'm pretty sure I liked every single track. Ooh, okay. I was a little iffy on Landon Tour's side project. 
Yeah, that's different. Well, it sounded a it sounded a lot like old the plot in you. <laughs> and that's the yeah, one which that we me. Yeah, yeah. we talked about. But I am glad that he's got an outlet somewhere else. Yep. You know what I mean? So I'm great with that. I thought that last night uh-huh. with Misty Eyes, that one featuring another friend of the show, Mikey Sawyer, I thought that was yep. fucking awesome. Yeah, he needs he needs to be in a damn band of his own. His voice um, is so fucking good. Yeah. And it's kind of funny we have a fa- we have a song we covered by the band Bad Fortune. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess the question to you then to really, you know, round everything out is what did you think of the new Escape the Fate? Uh Dumpster Fire. It was definitely better than the last track. Yeah, I mean it's still in flames in the dumpster, but the other one's like burning at the fucking dump. <laughs> I guess I have a feeling you are not going to like that new album. You are correct. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I look forward to hearing what else they have, but I wasn't yeah. blown away by that by any means. Yeah, I wasn't blown away. Um, I figured you'd really like the um, Dream State um, song, I did. White Lies. Yeah, another female-fronted band, you know. Yeah, I like, really like that sound. Yeah, me too. I really do. And we're going to talk about some other female-fronted bands in album reviews as well. Yes, we are. But yeah, man, I actually, I liked all this stuff. I think Hit the Lights are doing a lot of really great, like, random things that don't sound like Hit the Lights. I like Boston yeah. Manor's new track. Moose Blood came back after all their controversy. I'm really yeah. surprised that they did not change their name. But mm-hmm. maybe they still need that <laughs> a little bit more. But yeah, I yeah. like... Pretty much all of these, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, nothing to really uh, frown too bad on. I mean, Escape the Fate I didn't really love, but right. I'll get over it. Yeah, but other than that, I think everything's good. So yeah, man, I say we move on and we get to our favorite part of the show. Oh, yeah. I think I'm doing that for everyone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is time for our favorite part of the show. That's album reviews. And we have a lot of them. That's why we've been kind of speeding through all this. Besides besides the fact that we're doing this show later than normal. And I have a Wage War concert to go to. We also have a lot of albums to review. So let's get started with Glassjaw, Material Control, This is an independent release. This is a rock, metal, post-hardcore, hardcore, (laughs) weird-ass genre band, whatever you want to call them. It's weird. And this is their first album in 15 years. I would say for sure that they definitely captured the Glassjaw sound. Oh, yeah. Um, They captured the song, but however, it did not capture me, Ian. What? What a surprise. It did not capture me. I was waiting for more aggressive vocals. Like the vocals just seemed so fake and like, I don't know, doctored up, I want to say. Really? That's what, yeah. It, huh. it just feels like it wouldn't sound like that. Like people don't sound the way he sounds. I, I don't, I, I've yet to see Glassjaw live and I'm not going to because they're touring with the used. Right. But yeah, um, I don't know. How did you feel? Well, by the way, what's funny is as you said, 
that he doesn't sound the way a human would sound, your Wi-Fi fucked up and you went robotic voice as you were saying that. So that was kind of ironic. Just to mention that. <laughs> but I don't know. For me, I thought it was raw. It was raw, but it was produced. It was heavy, but it was melodic. And I felt like it was almost made to confuse you and just hit you with whatever something abrupt that they just thought of that they wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like there was actual structure to the music. Like, they went in almost as like a jam band and decided to do whatever they wanted, but then also had lyrics and tone and melody to it. Yeah, I was just, I feel like I was expecting heavier vocals. You know, I think it would work better here. Well, they had a mix of both. I mean, they had clean and unclean vocals. You just wanted more unclean vocals? Yeah, I think so. Well, they go back and, I mean, that was the thing that Glassjaw did, though. They did kind of have more on the melodic. Like, you almost weren't supposed to expect those clean vocals. That kind of thing. Okay. Huh. But I don't know. I mean, look, Glassjaw has always been a band that you're on the ride with. Like, they're taking you wherever they want you to go. You have no control. They're in charge. (laughs) That's the way I was. I mean, that's the way I always look at them. And then there were two tracks on here that I think everyone could do without. Bastille Day and Material Control were worthless. You know, no (laughs) no point to them. Yeah. But I mean, as a final wrap up, because everyone knows Glassjaw pretty much. Yeah. I would say Glassjaw is an acquired taste. I'd agree with that. So, I mean, if you want to hear a band that's all over the place and does what they want, when they want, then Glassjaw is for you. And I actually, I enjoyed my time through this album, but Glassjaw is not a band that I normally go back to and listen to over and over again. Okay. (laughs) That's the way I look at it. So, once again, that's Glassjaw, Material Control, and it's an independent release. Next up, we have Icarus the Owl, with Rearm Circuits on Blue Swan Records. And I just want to say before we even go on, I had to look up what Rearm means. Yeah. And it means to build a supply of weapons. Yeah. And I hadn't heard that term in fucking forever. <laughs> like, I probably read <laughs> it in a book sometime and just completely forgot about it. But I thought that was pretty interesting. But this is a technical post-hardcore band. You know, they're in the vein of Dance Gavin Dance, Live to Tell, Idola etc etc yeah i really enjoyed this album yep um i'm gonna go ahead and i know this is early on but i'm putting my stamp oh on my favorite release of the week damn Um, i listen to this one definitely a lot more than the others i'm guilty of that um honestly i didn't like this band before this album (laughs) i'm gonna tell you this as well this is their best release so far oh yeah 12 songs I, I wouldn't say there's much... I don't think there's any filler. No, I don't remember there being any filler. No. Instruments are done very well. Right. Um, very technical. Guitar yep. work's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals are very upfront and like very clean. Um, well, they have some good unclean vocals too, but I think you yeah. mean just like clean as in like well-produced, well-mixed, yeah, like it, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's well-produced. Um, and by the way, I believe they have three vocalists. Ooh. And all play instruments at the same time, too. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, um, pretty cool. And they have a ton of albums and releases. So right. I'm counting one, two, three, four. This might be their fir- the fifth full length, maybe? Sounds about right, but I, I might be off on that. Yeah, so to make your favorite 
my favorite, your fifth release. It's a good thing. Uh, doesn't happen often on the show. Very true. I think this is a very intricate album, and I think it's great. Yeah. So how about this? What track would you like me to play? I would like you to play Ghosts of Former Lives. No, I'm not. I'm not listening. You're medicine. You're the medicine me. But that's not swaying. No, it's not. It's not swaying me. Please don't hold it in my face. Hold it in my train. Cause speaking to the lane. Like a sad boy running at the clock. Cause he's too scared that he might get the clock. Don't forget, oh, don't forget my So once again, that's Icarus the Owl, Rearm Circuits on Blue Swan Records. Next up, we have Eat Your Heart Out, Mind Games EP on Fearless Records. This is Australian Alternative Rock. It's a female-fronted band with six tracks. The track Conscious actually features Patrick Miranda of Movements, which I thought was pretty cool. And I would say there's really nothing wrong with this EP at all. It's good all around. Maybe the unfortunate part for me was maybe nothing really stood out, but I'll definitely be looking forward to when there's new music. Yeah. And I know this is going to sound sexist as hell, and I've accepted that. Oh, you son of a bitch. I usually usually don't like female-fronted bands, and (laughs) this week week has changed my mind. Yay! I am happy to Uh, hear that. Yeah, that was a really good EP. I didn't expect much, which made it even better for me. (laughs) Yeah, man. I think Australia is doing a good job. Yeah, they are. I want to go to Australia. Who doesn't? Man, I would get devoured by one of those snakes, spiders, <laughs> something. We can only hope. Yep. <laughs> so once again, <laughs> that's Eat Your Heart Out, Mind Games EP on Fearless Records. Next we have Silence the Radio, Friendly Neighborhood Nightmares EP. This is an independent release. This is very, very poppy punk There are six tracks. I would say it's somewhat old school pop punk. And really, it's just fun. Yeah, it is. It it kind of brought me back to like easy core days almost in parts, you know? In parts. I can see that. And and, I mean, you can look at the album artwork and you know you're about to get in something kind of more fun. Oh, right. Yeah. It's basically, it looks like Monsters, Inc. (laughs) No, no, I agree with that. And yeah, I mean, Friendly Neighborhood Nightmare is a really good title for a track and also it's the catchiest track probably i'd say oh yeah i was gonna say that's the best track in my mind um i also didn't expect shit from this and i ended up liking it a lot so this week so far (laughs) looking pretty good but once again it's a small ep yeah i'd rather i'd rather a small good ep than a a full-length piece of shit good point everyone quote dave on that one (laughs) (laughs) so once again that's silence the radio friendly neighborhood nightmares ep and this is an independent release now we've got the faceless in becoming a ghost on sumerian records this is technical death metal so if you don't know the faceless they've been really busy dropping off of tours and having so many past members and new members that actually took them five years for this album to come out Yeah, I would have been okay waiting another fucking five. Oh, that last line you had was a shot at this band. (laughs) (laughs) 
I see yes. how you work, Dave. I see how you work. Uh huh. This is their fourth studio album, and the way I look at this is if you like tons of different styles thrown together, then this is the album for you. Like even more than Glassjaw has. Yeah, it's it's a steamy pile of shit, but the, it goes everywhere. <laughs> Dude, this thing was so damn bad. I, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit. I hated this. I could tell, and I had a feeling that you would. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I think you have to really like these genres of music. Like You have yeah. to like technical death metal, because I think their instruments, like instrumentation-wise, they're yeah. really, really good. Technically, they are very sound. But you have to like that the clean vocalist mostly sounds like he's crooning. <laughs> like you you know what I mean? Like you have to like that kind of style and that kind of style does not jive with what's going on in the background. Yeah, it doesn't. Um I can't think of a situation I'd listen to this. Um you know, it's I I hate to shit on this even more, but I'm going to. Um oh. it, it's music like this that makes everyone say your music that with all the screaming just makes you sound like you're ready to go kill people. It's this steamy pile of shit that does. No, that. I don't. I don't yes, agree with does. that. I don't. Oh, because there are so many parts with clean vocals in this. The unclean yeah. vocals are regular. The unclean vocals are the regular growls, and there are some whales, but there aren't even that many whales in this. <laughs> like I could understand if you said, like, even though I like the band, I think I've actually made that statement before that the band like altered perceptions. That's a band that if you were to invite a girl over to your place and then start playing that, she'd be like, oh, I'm going to die tonight. Oh, so this is where I die. Yeah, so this is where I die. I don't think a person would get that feeling from this band because they have so many different tempo changes. I mean, you look yeah. at the track I Am and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So that's why I don't feel the same way, but I understand where the jokes are coming from. Yeah, Um it sounds exactly what it looks like. Let's put it like that. That death, that dead zombie head coming out of the ground is singing this song. It's 10 tracks. I'm going to get this back on track. It's 10 tracks where there's an intro, an interlude, and an instrumental track. So I could yeah. obviously do without all of that. But <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just a crazy fucking album. I think they have an organ on a Depeche Mode cover and they play the yep. flute at one point. <laughs> it's just, it's craziness. That's what I'm saying. You have to like this kind of genre of music. I would absolutely not call this shit like Dave would. <laughs> but Dave also, I am getting to know, does not like heavy music. So Yeah, there, there's some, we reviewed a couple so far this year that really like, they're heavier and I really like, was it, Great American Ghost? Yes, and you did like them. Love that one. Yeah. That one I'm still listening to. Well, look, I want you to be picky. Like, I want you to enjoy yeah. what you enjoy, but I can also pick out bands that I know you're not going to like. Yeah, I think it's the vocal styles that really yes. change for me. Yeah, and it's the same for me, too. I just, if the clean vocals would have been in a different style, I probably would have liked this a lot more. It's not the unclean vocals I had an issue with. It's more yeah. that style of clean vocals. I was like, ah, if they had someone else doing mid-range, you know, like just like melodic stuff, I would enjoy that yeah. better. So, yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to hurt their feelings anymore. I don't want to have you hurt their feelings anymore. So we're going to move on. I'm afraid we might in the future, Ian. 
Oh, no. That's some foreshadowing for you. Oh, geez. Well, for now, that's The Faceless in Becoming a Ghost on Sumerian Records. Next up, we have Sitting the Summer Out, that's all one word, with Brick and Mortar EP on Ghost Factory Records. Now, Dave, you weren't able to listen to this one, right? I wasn't. It is not on Apple Music. Tell me how it was. So this was post-hardcore emo from Italy. So I thought that was interesting. It's five tracks where one is basically an interlude. I would say it starts kind of slow, but then definitely picks up. And they like to change tempo a lot on the CP. And it's a really interesting mix of a lot of different styles. It's spoken word, but then there are clean and unclean vocals as well, which make it very melodic at times. And I don't know... Besides a band that we're going to talk about later, I've never really heard a band like this before. So I thought that was pretty interesting for sure. And it sounds like I didn't actually enjoy it, so I'm kind of pissed. Well, you'll get another chance, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's on like YouTube I'm or sure, something. I'll probably play it off Facebook here in a little bit. Yeah. It's just very interesting how like the unclean vocals sometimes come out like of nowhere. And you're like, uh-huh. where the fuck did this come from? But it works. Yeah. I don't know. They set huh. a mood that makes it work, but it almost changes the entire sound, which isn't a bad thing. It's just very okay. interesting. So we'll talk about another band later on where they're a little similar, or at least they used to be a little similar. But I thought this was very interesting stuff, and it's definitely worth a listen, especially if you're looking for something different, because it definitely is. And if you And if you don't like spoken word, you're not going to like this. But there's a lot of other styles included that might make you kind of overcome that a little bit. Okay. So I'm going to play a little bit of the track to those concerned. So once again, that's Sitting the Summer Out, all one word, with Brick and Mortar EP on Ghost Factory Records. Next up, we have Lightscape, Circles EP. This is an independent release. This is very poppy, alt-rock from the UK. Six tracks, no unclean vocals, but here's where they got me. Their lead vocalist has a fucking great voice. Really, really melodic. And I think he makes the entire band. Even though I think the band is talented, you can tell they know their shit. He makes this band pop, I guess. Yeah. I actually had, I, for this week, I had to take notes because we have so many um, releases I had to keep track of. The thing I've highlighted is great vocalists, but I would prefer him not to be in such a poppy band. 
<laughs> I don't know if he's even poppy. It's like a, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like a glamour rock. I don't know. Uh, that's tough for me. I wouldn't say glamour. I think this is exactly alt rock. I think this is okay. exactly what would be on the radio yeah. if they had a name for themselves. Yeah. But I don't know. I They sound like someone and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. Like I can tell where they pull influences from, yeah. but they do sound like someone. I just can't remember. Oh, oh, I actually have down that. Now I hate this band. Oh, jeez. So, but I did like their old old music. But their old music is completely fake. <laughs> There's times where it reminds me of icy stars. I didn't get that at all. That's I don't know why. Like just the clean vocals. And the way he sounds when he's in a higher tone. Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. I do not hear that really? whatsoever. No. I mean, I, I think Devin Oliver's trash. So oh, I he think he's talented. He can't really <laughs> do that. I feel like it's all, it, I just, he's so fake, but that's a whole other discussion. Well, I think um, a lot of their music is fake now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. But taking away from Lightscape, I don't think is right. Because I actually yeah. really enjoyed this EP. I really did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think you have to be in the right mood for it, but I think they're actually much better than I thought it was going to be. And I think their lead vocalist is extremely talented. So it's, you know, it's a great vocalist with some crunchy alt rock guitars and drums and bass behind it. And I think it works well. So why don't we take a listen to Press Rewind? So once again, that's Lightscape, Circles EP, and it's an independent release. Next up, we have So Soon the Truth with Familiar Violence. This is on Cardigan Records. It's eight tracks. This is an alternative, experimental, post-hardcore band. It reminds me a lot of friend of the show, Artifacts Pareo. Oh, yeah. Didn't think of that one. For sure. And yeah, I think they do a really good job setting up an atmosphere here. It's really good stuff. Like, I don't know exactly what to say for them. You just have yeah. to like this style of post-hardcore. Yeah, and they they remind me of I Had Down Hail the Sun mixed with maybe a little bit of uh, like the old school contortionist. Like, ah, uh, sure. It's really good. I mean, it's long as shit, though, man. For eight tracks, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I felt like every one was like five to six minutes long. Yeah, after like the first one, most of them are somewhere around there. But yeah, first one was the reason is they build that atmosphere by being so technical. So Uh the whole part that takes the longer time is the experimental part because Mm -hmm. you've got the clean and unclean vocals, and then they'll go off on like a long tangent, almost like a like a prog rock or a prog metal band. 
Yeah, they're all over the place in a good way. But you can, yeah, you can tell they're all really talented. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed my listens through this for sure. Yeah, I found this one kind of last minute for us, and I was hoping you got a chance because it's so damn long, too. I'm happy you got a chance to listen to it because I I was impressed for such a smaller band like So Soon The Truth. I've never heard of them until I think another band shared them. Oh, and sure. I checked them out, and just so happens they released another album for us to review this week, so that was good to see. Right yeah. Here. No, I very much enjoyed it. I think people should take a listen for sure. And yeah, I mean, if you like this style of music, you're going to like that it's a longer... I mean, it's basically a full album. It seems like it's an EP, but really it is a full album. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be looking forward to hearing you know new stuff in the future for sure. So let's take a listen to Idea of Everything. So once again, that's So Soon the Truth, Familiar Violence on Cardigan Records. Still going, baby. Still going. We've got Small Pond, Big Fish, Wicked Young, Wicked Old on Manic Cat Records. So before I even go any further, Dave, where did you think this band was from just by the title? Um, they're in Europe? Well, yeah, I mean, you looked ahead. But I mean, where do you think from hearing Wicked Young, (laughs) Wicked Old, where do you think they were from? Oh, I have no damn clue. You're not going along with the bit. You suck. (laughs) Stupid Boston, obviously, because of Wicked. I I, I don't get it, man. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I I get where you're going out of here. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Um, Obviously. But yes, look, okay. this is alternative rock from London. So yes, you're right, kind of in Ooh, Europe there. got that there. part right. Yeah, yeah, look at that. It's five tracks long, and they really sound a lot more like old Paramore. And I think that's not just because it is a female-fronted band, but it actually has like the old-style guitar that Paramore used to do. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Yes, and... <laughs> I think the craziest part about this is a lot of people, you know, they don't really know music and they don't know what they're talking about. And anytime there's a female fronted band, they're like, oh, it's just like Paramore. In this case, she really sounds like Haley from Paramore. <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost exactly the same. And there's another female fronted band that I was impressed with. Me too. But for me, I'm not a sexist. So. For me, I already yeah, love female fronted bands. <laughs> Texas Dave. <laughs> That's his new character, everyone. But yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed this. It had all that old school Paramore feel that made me get into them in the first place, but then also has the ability, I think, to be even more. And that's what I enjoyed yeah. because obviously with five tracks, what are you going to really get out of this? You just kind of get an idea about the band. I'm really looking forward to when they have new music because it seems like everyone in the band is really damn talented and they can go pretty damn far, I would think, too. 
Yeah. Have they had any other releases? They did have another release, but this is okay. their first with Manic Cat. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Their first one was a uh, independent release, and it was just last year. So I'd expect a full length pretty soon then. Yeah, they probably got to do some touring here in the States as well, I would assume. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed this, and yeah, I think we should play Parallels for everyone. Once again, that small pond, big fish, wicked young, wicked old on Manic Cat Records. Now we've got Husbandry, Bad Weeds Never Die EP on Aqualam Records. This is a post-hardcore band, six tracks where one is a remix. This is, again, another female-fronted band. We have many that we're talking about this week, which yeah. is awesome. And I really thought that the lead vocalist in this band has a very hauntingly beautiful voice. Yes. I was going to relate this to a supergroup we talked about a couple weeks ago, the vocalist who I wrestled a bear once. Oh, Spirit Box. Yeah, Spirit Box, yes. Her voice kind of resembled that. I actually had to look it up to be sure it wasn't. (laughs) I could hear a little bit of that for sure. I think the directions that the bands went in were a lot different, though. Yeah. This is almost experimental hardcore in a way but definitely really enjoyed the vocals they know how to set a mood and i think that mood is desperation (laughs) yeah like i didn't get a good (laughs) feeling of like this is a positive album you know (laughs) look at the 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 titles of the songs (laughs) i mean you know what track we're going to choose for the I know exactly which one you're taking. But yeah, man, I mean, look, there's some unclean vocals in here, but it's only really backup, if anything. Mostly mostly it's focused on the, you know, the female clean vocals. But I really like this a lot. It's very weird. It's very atmospheric. Like I said, they set a mood. It makes me definitely want to hear more from them. And I think yeah. that's the whole point, right? I mean, I know we say that often. That really is yeah. the point. I'm going to go back and listen to their older stuff probably over the next week, assuming next week we don't have 15 albums to review. I know. But I'm going to go back and listen to some other stuff by them. So the track we definitely have to play, first of all, I think everyone needs to check this out. This is definitely different. Beautifully Haunting is a good way to describe her vocals, I think. It's pretty awesome. We definitely have to play Never Trust a Cuckold because it's true. You should never trust a cuckold and... (laughs) You're too young to know what that is. Look that up, and you should probably never trust one.
So once again, that's Husbandry, Bad Weeds Never Die EP on Aqualam Records. And last up this week, we have friend of the show, Desires with Beazle, B-E-E-Z-L-E. And this is an independent release. This is a very, very eclectic mix of styles for Desires. Very different from their past EP. (laughs) They've definitely changed and they seem to be going in a lot of different directions here. Way more electronics here and a sort of hip hop, hippie hoppy, (laughs) hip hop spoken word. word. Yes, it's exactly what I have. Hippie hoppy spoken word. It's got that kind of vibe with no unclean vocals, which is a lot different because that's not really the way Desires was before. They always had a lot of unclean vocals mixed with the clean vocals. They did the spoken word, but it wasn't in the same delivery as this Uh EP. I'm wondering what you think of this, Dave, and then I'll also chime in. This would take me a while to get used to. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say it's bad. I was going to say it's kind of out of my element of what I typically listen to, but there's sometimes I get hints, hints of like movements with a spoken word. Okay. But hip hop influence, it's really all over the place. Um, It's creative as hell. I will say that. Oh yeah. No, no, absolutely. And I really, really like this. I mean, I don't think that's a surprise. I mean, people know how much I enjoy the people that I have on Ian Hates Conversations. Mm -hmm. But even the change, because I loved their EP, The One You Feed. Like, I thought that was a fucking great EP. This is so incredibly different than that EP, but it still has, like, the passion. I still feel the passion. I still feel the emotion of the band. Plus, it also has one of my favorite singles of 2017 it has bruises on it as well okay and i think that's a fucking great song so i really really enjoy this and i gotta ask you dave as an artist too come on that's got to be one of the best covers oh yeah i I was about to say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i like that a lot yeah i mean even like if you look at the track which we're gonna play in a little bit the track's called who did that to mandy milovich and that's a character <laughs> from Shameless. So I had to yep. look that up because I had completely forgotten. But I was like, what, awesome what is this about? Yeah. And then realized that during the track, there's a sample of Don't Speak by No Doubt. But it's not the Don't Speak part. It's like uh-huh. all the other parts. And it really brings something really unique and interesting to what Steve is doing. And I think it really showcases the direction that they want to go in. And it's so unique and different that I just really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I feel like like the artwork and how you like present your and market your um, albums, people don't think it's as important as what it really is. Uh, you know, there's so many things like when I see like even a half of like even like a hint of some artwork, you're like, oh, yeah, this is what this is. Or even fonts now, like if I see stars. <laughs> like, uh, but how about uh, Dayseeker? Their font stands out to me half the time. Sure. Or like Monster Flames usually stands out to me anymore. I would say Johnny Frank does one of the best jobs, honestly. Yeah. Bill, <laughs> Bill Murray does a lot of great stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Yeah. But that's what this EP and, does. Like yeah, when you look, at, yeah. yeah. When you look at this EP, you're like, all right, this is going to be unique. Yeah, I'll remember that. Right. Yeah, and that's what I've been impressed with. Desires like. 
since I found out about them. I've been impressed with what they've been doing. So this is another step in their development. And I think it really works for them. So I'm going to play the track if I can actually say it right this time. Who did that to Mandy Milovich? I think I know I have a soul that I think is gold. I used to live a life that was fine, but it's all I know. So I breathe in light. I try to fight with every night. It's close my eyes, but I can't seem to find the strength to fight the demons I see inside. Of what you thought I was And mix it with the half an ounce of what you heard The buzz about all the impurities Flirting with insecurities Filling my mind with thoughts regarding choices And then stirring these emotions in my mind I'm struggling to find the time to erase All that was written when you came up with new lines But now I'm back to being brave So once again, that's Desires with Bezel. B-E-E-Z-L-E It's an independent release And I believe you can get it for free for I think this week and maybe next week at wearedesires.bandcamp.com. Damn. Wow, man. We are all done with album reviews for this week. Yes, which leads me to my new segment, Ian. Oh, man. So a couple of weeks ago, I got you with the whole Facebook, who has the biggest following, right? Well, and I you got, got it right. them right, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of albums. And this time I took it to Facebook. Okay. Who has the most likes? Now they are significantly different, honestly, Facebook compared to Instagram. So I want you to obviously guess the lowest and the highest. I swear if you're cheating. I don't cheat. <laughs> so I'm gonna say the highest is the faceless. You said that you had to have cheated. No, I, I swear. <laughs> you had to have. No. Because I'm way too smart with that stuff. They're on Sumerian Records. Glassjaw yeah. has been around for a long, long time, but haven't yeah. had an album in 15 years. Okay, so that's first and second. Now, The Faceless, here's what's bullshit. They have, <laughs> they have 100, so 362,000 likes. Okay. Their Instagram has 19,000. Well, that is, now I will say this. Allegedly, bands do buy likes and followers some places. Yes, I was about to say, someone purchased something, I think. It is possible, because normally you won't have... Like, Twitter, you'll always have more than Instagram yeah. and Facebook. But also, you can tell, just like you can tell podcast shows that buy their followers and their likes. Like, for instance, there are really, really bad podcasts out there that have more followers than The Faceless. And they haven't Ooh. been around as long. <laughs> and it's like, Ooh. well, come on. You know someone's doing something wrong there. Anyways. So you got the you got the top one, which yes. that one I, I that's where I thought I was gonna get you. Can you get the smallest following? I'm gonna go with this one might be tough, but I'm gonna go with Eat Your Heart Out because they're oh, from Australia. But I had I think I had a good reasoning for why I chose them. So all right, who was it? Okay, so Eat Your Heart Out has 11 
thousand oh, likes. Oh, that's pretty good. Sitting the summer out has eight hundred and ninety. Ah, uh, ah, oh, fuck! I should have gone with Italy. I should have. <laughs> Australia's kind of in a boom right now with music. Yeah, I should have said Italy because how many times yep. do we talk about an Italian band? We don't. I not never. <laughs> it's very rare. The only other one I always remember is Hopes Die Last. Okay. I was about to ask you if there's any other Italian band we've covered or you've covered. They're really good. Or they used to be really good anyways. Yep. But anyways, okay. We are done with album reviews because there are only like three coming out next week that we know about. Yeah. And one of them is Story of the Year. And I haven't been impressed so far. So. Yeah. Next week's. If the, I, I hope there's not three bad ones. There's got to be something. I honestly don't care because after weeks of having good ones, I'm okay if we have a shorter album review. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go on to Breakdown from the Past. If you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or can't be out pencil. Shove it up your ass! Dave, 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 you were much better last week. Are you going to hit me again this week? I'd like to think I am. All right. All right, Ian. This week, I present to you the band by the name of Built on Secrets. Are you familiar? I am not. Ooh, I figured you would be. This one's uh, really up your alley, I, I think. Okay. So this band was around not really that long. I think they died off and finally in 2013. No, 2014. 08 to 2014. This is more of a post-hardcore alternative rock. Uh, some stuff had some screaming. Yeah, I, I really thought you'd really enjoy this one. I'm still surprised you haven't heard of them because... You got me last week, which I thought I'd for sure trip you up with Addison. So <laughs> they put out, I want to say, one or two albums, some EPs, not that much for as long as they were around. And they had like a, a Japanese edition album, which I found very unique. I don't think any of them are Japanese. Um, <laughs> sure. So I would like to play for you Lessons from Liars by Built on Secrets. Yeah. 
Good job, Dave. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, I liked it. I, I am really, now I really following really enjoy them. that band. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what do you have for me? So I have a band called 10 Second Epic. Have you ever heard of them? I do not think so. Well, that means that you don't listen to Ian Hates Conversations because this was a band that Rival Town brought up. Oh, I did listen to that, that entire episode. Sure, too. sure so, you did. Zone out. <laughs> well, they were talking about them briefly because they were a Canadian band that they looked up to and they went out on tours okay. with, I believe, if I'm not oh. mistaken. Yes. Okay. So I looked back into them because I remembered them and I said, oh, I want to go back and listen to some of their music. And they are a pop punk, you know, slash easy core band from Canada, like I mentioned. Yeah. And they actually had three full-length albums and three EPs as well. So they had a pretty good career. Oh, yeah. But they called it quits. I think they had, you know, lives to lead and whatnot. Yeah. (laughs) But I wanted to play a track called Home in the Heartland. go man i think it worked out well yep well i think that was a good breakdown from the past luckily that means we get to end the show though because i have a concert to go to all right dave do that thing you do get in contact with us through social media outlets like, subscribe, tell a friend. We probably had some hate mail this week, but we had so many damn albums. We'll get to you next week. I know I have two questions right in front of me. I'll save them. And I won't even. I won't even post them. I won't tell you what they are <laughs> because I just want to build the suspense. I want to get, put them on the spot with one of them too. We have possibly a new bit from Hater Chris as well. So there's a Ooh, bunch Hater of stuff. Chris. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we've got coming up. But yeah. with the whole having to get a new mixer thing, I had to postpone any Ian Hates conversations, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So we just wanted to do a quote-unquote regular show this week. And then with next week, where there are probably only two albums that we have to do, we'll have more time to do some other things. Yeah, we have some more time to argue with your guys' hate mail, maybe. Or maybe oh, agree. Yeah. Who knows? Who we'll knows? See. Who knows? I still can't believe some of you haven't just rated the damn show yet. I've been doing like crazy different shows that... like. I like, I'm like, shit, I could have done this so long ago. You know, like they, everyone mentions it in the podcast, but no one actually does it. And putting it into the show. So some of you forgetful motherfuckers, just remember, go rate it. It's so simple. Even leave a mean review. But the five stars is the most important. Don't part. leave a mean review. Leave the mean one towards Dave. Dave called me a son of a bitch. 
Call Dave a son of a bitch. Yeah. Tell me how much you like me because I'm very sensitive. And how much you love Ian's obsession with water parks. Oh, they are <laughs> the best band ever. Ever. <laughs> Can't wait for that that gym to come out for us. Look. And on that note, too, there is a trend going around with everyone on social media sharing their My 2017 Wrapped from Spotify. I'm sure you'll see all the pictures out there with how many minutes they listen to, you know, the top genre, top artists, top songs. I am trying to figure out the best way to do a contest for this. I'm either thinking live call-in show Maybe just sending in like lots of emails with answers to this. We'll do a lottery, something where I can get prizes away because I have some pretty unique answers for this. So I'm going to try and think about the best way to do this, but start thinking about these questions. How many minutes did I listen to music on Spotify this year? Price is right rules, so you can't go over. How many different bands did I listen to this year? Once again, price is right rules. What was my top genre? What was one of my top five artists? And I'm going to tell you, it's a weird mix. (laughs) Tell you that for sure. And then also, what was the number one song that I listened to in 2017? Once again, this one shocked me. So (laughs) that'll be an interesting one. (laughs) We'll set up a competition. We'll figure a contest out for it, whatever. It's going to be fun, though. I'll I'll even chip in with something too, whatever whatever it is, nice. um, whether it be a call in, whether it be well, I mean that's not really me chipping in. It's <laughs> that's not not really a paid product. But if it's like a show ticket, maybe I'll pay for your friend to go with you. There you go. Or maybe I have about I probably have extra of everything I have signed here, and I have about a stack of artwork that I have doubles of. So nice. We'll make it something fun, maybe even a package. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and email me, ianhates at gmail.com. Plus, if you like the show and you enjoy it for free, feel free to, you know, give us some money a little bit too. I just had to buy a completely brand new mixer. And once again, I apologize if things don't sound perfect. I'm not sure if everything is set up completely correctly. But anyways patreon.com slash Ian hates. Also email me, find me on social media and tell me some tears that you would like, because we can make that as well. We have merch coming. Plus Kelly is doing a lot of work on Ian hates movies now. So hopefully we'll have way more of those out before Christmas. And then once again, Ian hates conversations. We have way more coming out. I just need actual time to do them, but I know you're really going to enjoy it. So, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Uh, Let's keep it with just don't be a douche. That's my new thing. I like it, man. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you,
song. So I'll write.